Welcome back to another exciting week in the Web3 universe. I'm your host, The Mayor, and you're listening to the best NFT media-nominated NFT and Chill podcast, the show that discusses interesting topics with artists, creators, and thought leaders from the Web3 space. On this week's episode, we have Zach Hirsch from Mozverse, and we're going to be discussing a really hot topic right now, and that's chat GPT and what that means for Web3 marketing and kind of everything else. We're going to be talking a little bit about AI and what Zach has going on in Web3. So sit back and chill while we explore the exciting world of Web3 and NFTs together. Who we have this week is Zach Hirsch from Mozverse. Uh, how you doing today, Zach? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing very well. So you want to give the listeners an introduction? Yeah, sure. So in the sports world, I'm Mystic Zach, but uh, in Web3 land, I'm Zach Hirsch, and I'm the chief evangelist for Mozverse, which is a Web3 development company. Awesome. Awesome. You said the chief of what? Chief evangelist. Okay, so can you explain what a chief evangelist does for me? Yeah, so I uh, I go around evangelizing, as it says in the title, and really just spreading the word and, you know, making connections and going to meet people, whether it be at conventions or pop-ups or, you know, just really keeping my ear to the scene. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. You do some development stuff, and I'm sure you've heard a lot about ChatGPT and what AI is doing of late. Like, it's kind of come on really strong lately. And I kind of just wanted to get your thoughts on, you know, what you see for AI and how you see ChatGPT working in Web3. ChatGPT is definitely the number one thing going on right now. It's able to program entire code, has medical exams. So yeah, crazy, crazy. I didn't know we'd get here that fast. Yeah, it kind of blew my mind, Generation X over here. So. When I, I was thinking about like when I was in school, if I had ChatGPT, I wouldn't have to have done anything like homework wise or anything. I told this thing last week to write a movie scene and I just gave it a couple of characters and I said like in the sense of like Quentin Tarantino and it wrote out the entire scene like with the stage direction and like the soliloquies. It was wild. And I just like I can't imagine what this thing could be used for. Yeah, sounds about right. Definitely education is one of the things that Mozverse wants to get involved in and help with. So it's obviously a massive use case for Web3. You know, it's technological capabilities, so definitely have to be wary of chat GPT and probably specify your work to be more discussion-based stuff rather than just homework, you know? Yeah, you know what? That's actually a great point. Kind of have to, like, cater to what the AI might not be able to do this year and the coming years, especially as the AI gets more acclimated with up-to-date and like present-day information. And that kind of leads me to my point with like Web3. When you see posts or blogs or, you know, anything that's written, social media marketing, project marketing, and like just social media in general, is it the AI doing it? Or is it like a human? You could get ideas, you can get information very quickly and then form your own stuff around that. So let's just give a hypothetical. How would Mozverse use something like chat GPT? It's already able to code. 
That's crazy. Like programming to give you lines of code. So that's instant use case. We haven't gone to the drawing board and said, hey, we're going to use ChatGPT for this, this, and this. It's definitely got a lot of use cases, but I would say for a lot of companies and businesses, they're probably trying to figure out how they don't drown in ChatGPT, right? Or a lot of employees coming up right now are trying to figure out how they don't get completely whitewashed by chat GPT because it's able to do a job a human can maybe someone making six figures a year for free and a lot quicker and more efficiently too so definitely something that you have to you know analyze and use for good and figure out you know how to avoid the obvious yeah absolutely i love how you put that because you know if you really think about it what it can do is make things more efficient it can make your work better but also make it so you can do more stuff within a day within a week yeah and you mentioned coding you know, you put in, you know, I want a line of code for WordPress or whatever website and, it, and it'll do it. I think there are ways that content creators, people who are community managers, social media managers, or even if you're trying to promote something, you can use this AI just for like a baseline. You know, if you've been posting for 20 weeks straight and you're running out of ideas, you can get a really great baseline. The last couple of weeks, for the podcast, I have used ChatGPT to post and get some keywords, SEO, and then I take what it spits out and I reword it and just clean it up and make it my own. It can make the average person, the content creators, community managers, builders out there more efficient and better. You don't have to plagiarize and just copy and paste what it spits out. You can take that as a frame of reference and reword it. I kind of wanted to just touch on that, but just because of how hot the topic is. All the rage. <laughs> and yeah, it is all the rage right now. So getting into Mosverse, what exactly are you guys doing in the Web3 space? Yeah, so recently we uh, partnered up with Scott Store, Data Kiss, who are massive players in the music industry, and they're going to help us sort of the M&E space and uh, that sort of lane. But yeah, we're doing a lot of really um, dope stuff in uh, Web3. And, you know, we're a Web3 development company. We're really working on everything from doing uh, do-it-yourself metaverses to storage, node services, a lot of really cool stuff. And I think especially the thing that I'm most passionate about is going to be our live stadium experience. This is going to be for concerts, sporting events. And uh, our goal is to make it even better as if you're on the field or as if you're on stage, but even better to um, enhance audio and visual. So really exciting stuff. I mean, that is incredible. More use cases that we can get, especially from like a practical sense and to where the everyday person and the average person will actually benefit from it. I think that is the direction we need to move into. Let's say I'm a huge fan of somebody in the music industry. Hopefully I can get more benefit out of going through a Web3 service or a DAP, even if it's just on a digital sense to where I go to a concert and I have this like really dope collectible concert ticket, you know, something cool like that. I think that's where we need to get to. Let's say I'm just an average user. How would I know that I'm interacting with Mozverse? Yeah, absolutely. In the live entertainment sense, yeah, just like, you know, because you're doing developing teams and projects and companies are coming to you. If I see something out there, I want to know that it's Mosverse. So what would, th what would that something be? Yeah, maybe some of it don't know it's Mosverse. Maybe I'm um, a company, um, 
enlists us to do the tech behind the scenes. You know, we're not all about licensing and branding. We don't have a token or anything like that. Our goal is to really bring the best tech to Web3. And we've really been behind closed scenes for over two years now in the Web3 space before we really um, jumped into the public with our tech. And we've really been trying to harness it and not a get-rich-quick team, right? It's a long-term play. Yeah, we have a lot of unique distinctions, but there's a lot of NDAs and stuff. And there's a lot of really massive conglomerates that we're working with in the media space for massive video game companies, music companies that I just can't quite reveal, but it's going to be some uh, game-breaking stuff. Yeah, I love to hear that. I know NDAs fly around this space like something very common. I've signed many of them myself just on the consultant side of it. So I completely understand that. Now, you did say gaming and you said conglomerate and big company. So I know Sega Genesis is coming into the space and that's like one of the massive AAA game that has come in. You wouldn't be able to give us a hint on something like that, would you? It's not that. It's actually uh, probably, think, uh, bigger. <laughs> I saw some uh, Atari was doing some dope stuff as well. Yeah, definitely. Because gaming is such a, what I thought would be a no-brainer in this space. And it, it has taken a while for them to acclimate. I mean, that's where people are at. If you want to meet the people where they're at, you're going to get into gaming and figure out how you can get there, right? Um, we saw Walmart partner up with Roblox. There's millions of kids on Roblox and Minecraft and Fortnite and stuff like that. As far as the metaverse, the real use cases right now, it's really video game. You know, I think the metaverse, it took off so quickly along with NFTs during all of that. I just think it was so early and people got burned out on it. But once they figure out a structure and kind of beef up what's actually happening in the metaverse, I think it will be mainstream. <laughs> it got so early and people are kind of like the sky is falling with like sandbox and, and all these things. It's got to be better. And, you know, Mazverse, we're big fans of democratizing, right? And um, this is the overall decentralization of Web3. And rather than buy, paying to buy property, on someone's virtual land, we, we're big believers that companies should have their own virtual worlds, right? Where people get to join and that you have a sick vision that Mozverse, you're going to be able to, with a few short clicks, be able to create your own virtual world, which I think is where we're going to eventually end up at, right? Where people are going to really be able to see it where you're hopping from world to world and you're going to be able to take your gear and your clothes and your avatar to each world, right? Rather than paying for each item in each world doesn't really make sense when you look at what the goal of Web3 is. Central and Sandbox, Meta Horizons, I don't think they're on the money right now. Yeah, that's a great point. And I think I've said it before. I mean, it's just, it's very rudimentary. And like you said, it, it's segregated almost to where, you know, I have to have certain things in this one and then certain things in this one. It doesn't make a lot of sense. I do think we'll eventually get to a point where it is universal and it will possibly get to a point where it's free for everyone. I remember in the early days of Xbox Live and, and all of that, you had to pay and now it's it's free. So I, I think we're just very early. And that's what Web3 is all about, evening the playing field. TikTok has really blown up for, for Web3 and creators, projects, if you're not utilizing TikTok right now, you will fall behind. So speaking of that, you yourself, or Gen Z. I'd love to just hear your thoughts on what Gen Z, Web3, cryptocurrency, and decentralization. Yeah, so I think every industry is uh, pulling up on TikTok. It doesn't even matter which one. Um, there's some dope Reddit forums as well that would be really useful. Getting into social media in the Web3 space, you have to be morally correct 
and not try to shill, try to spread the word and, you know, post dope content. Uh, some of my favorite content is like VR trolling, poker tables and stuff. It's really funny to me. There's a lot of dope innovative content and I'll show people like silly videos like that and they'll be like, I didn't know you could play virtual poker like that. It's like you're literally at the table. And I'm like, yeah, you can be able to do that for a while now. <laughs> uh, maybe the marketing could be a little bit better. Utilizing VR and web series capabilities and you got to meet people where they're at, right? Make funny videos, make gaming videos, stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. That is absolutely great advice. You know, coming from, you said you're 21, Gen Z. I'm 37. I think a lot of the listeners know this already. And like you said, Web3 evens the playing field. How did you get into crypto, Web3, and like decentralization? Yeah, so I've been in the social influence space for a while now. Kind of happened by accident. I originally was doing sports picks and I was doing a lot of picks for celebs and stuff like that. Your Floyd Mayweather, Jake Balls, etc. The metaverse side of things I've always been interested in from gaming, right? We talked about gaming earlier. One of the ways I was able to connect with my brother, who we have very different interests, was uh, playing VR chat with him. So uh, that was a great memory. And then when I watched Ready Player One, that was another massive inclination that I was very interested in the metaverse. That was one of the most like mind-boggling, coolest things I'd watched at that time. And then after that, I really, really got in the metaverse i got my partner danny and we began to make mozverse and then how i got into the nft side of thing i was at logan paul's house doing an interview and uh, this was in god i'm gonna say march of 2021 he was uh telling me about nfts now i had to get into them and that if i wanted to make some real money i had to get into nfts at that moment when i got back from cali and i spoke to danny and said we got to get an nft somehow we gotta um, figure something out and he said if i build a marketplace can you sell it i said yeah you know the space has evolved since then and we're gonna do some dope nft marketplace stuff where anyone can get on there and the playing field is even just like uh, i spoke earlier but uh, yeah that's my story how i got into the metaverse side of things and uh, nfts you know it, it is a fascinating space especially like when you look at the world economy the united states and what we have gone through 2008 to what's happening right now and it's like you know at some point we need to fix that learn from that and be better and get power back to the people and cryptocurrency web3 is supposed to do that zach i want to thank you so much for coming on nft and chill this was a true pleasure you are the youngest person to come on the show so that's history right there real quick you want to tell the audience where they can find you and mozverse yeah, so you can uh, find Mozverse at Mozverse Twitter. And then uh, on LinkedIn, you can find me at Zach Hirsch on all socials. I'm uh, at iPickWins. Awesome. Thank you so much, Zach, for coming on. Thanks. And that's it for this week's show. I want to thank my guest, Zach from Mozverse, for coming out and just talking about ChatGPT and giving us some really great information. I want to thank this week's sponsor, Metaverse Times, for helping this episode come together. And of course, I want to thank each and every person from all over the world for tuning in, supporting the show, helping us out on social media, telling their friends and family, and just being subscribed because without you none of this is possible and we can't educate create awareness for what's going on in not only web3 but just technology as a whole make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss another episode of nft and chill i'm the mayor and you've been listening to the nft and chill podcast